what is Young Goose? Like, what does this actually do for people and who does it help primarily? So uh, connecting to what FDN does, what we are trying to do is get the skin to function at a younger state uh, or functionally younger, we call it, uh, which means that we all have the recipe of how our body fu- should function and function optimally at every, uh, in every cell in our body, which is called your DNA. So as time goes on, that information gets murky. It gets harder to read. And that's really what aging is. It's just like um, bad information flowing through our cells and through our body. So by kind of improving that information, we're fine-tuning that engine that your cells have and how they should be functioning. Hello and welcome to the Health Detective Podcast by Functional Diagnostic Nutrition. We bring you interviews from people who have conquered the trickiest of health challenges using the Functional Diagnostic Nutrition philosophy and similar healing modalities. You're going to hear from experts who have been through the ringer with their health issues and yet managed to come out on the other side. If you're interested in natural healing and or functional medicine, congrats, you are in the right place. You can always visit us at functionaldiagnosticnutrition.com. But for now, here is today's episode. Well, hello, my friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Health Detective Podcast by Functional Diagnostic Nutrition. My name is Evan Transu, a.k.a. Detective Ev, and I will be your host for today's show. And we are talking to a gentleman I've gotten to meet a couple of times now at these things called the Biohacking Congresses. And the Biohacking Congress, if you guys don't know, pretty fun place. We've been hanging out there as FDNs very often. They are a newer event. They started, I believe, in 2020. Uh, Not really the best time to start an event, right? So I give these guys a lot of credit for what they've pushed through. And they are doing like three or four events per year. I think it's around uh, probably three right now. So they do Miami, they've been doing Boston, they've been doing Vegas. I know that we have one coming up in February of 2023 in Austin, Texas, which I think will be pretty fruitful for them because that's a great place for a lot of these conferences, it seems. I can imagine that'll be a fun one. So definitely check them out, biohackingcongress.com. And always, of course, listen to this podcast because when these events are coming up, we will have discounted tickets for the show. Um, a lot of the times we have 50% off as FDNs because we are a high-level sponsor of them. So pretty cool. Now, with that said, the gentleman that I got to talk to on this podcast, really interesting guy that took a huge career turn, like I know that we have that typically, but very large career turn, and you will hear that in the podcast itself. His name is Amate Eschel. He's an entrepreneur in the biohacking and beauty field. He has held executive roles in the health, wellness, and beauty industry for over a decade, as well as being a business development consultant in that space. As co-founder and CEO of Young Goose, the biohacking skincare company, and host of the Young Goose's Biohacking Beauty podcast, Amate has been making waves in his industry through education and innovation. Young Goose embodies his two passions, performance optimization and skin health, with products that boost the functions of natural rejuvenation processes in the skin. Really kind of cool stuff and something that if you're a regular listener, you know I'm quite interested in because I'm someone who suffered with a lot of skin stuff for many, many years. 
and I think what they're doing is interesting, especially the way that he quote-unquote sells this. He does not sell it as a magic bullet, as a magic potion or lotion that's going to somehow cure acne or psoriasis or whatever it might be. He fully explains and is transparent that this is a great tool in the toolbox mixed in with the other lifestyle changes that are needed to get us to optimal skin health, and this serves a very particular role. I think you guys are going to like this one. Without further ado, let's get to today's episode. All right. Hello there, Amate. Welcome to the Health Detective Podcast, my friend. Good to uh, see you after only about a week off. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I asked you like uh, off air, what's new? And you're like, well, we've <laughs> Not seen <much>. each other, <laughs> I mean, a week ago. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Uh, good to see you. Yeah, so um, for those wondering what the heck we're talking about, um, him and I had actually seen each other at the Biohacking Congress in Miami. So that is a relatively, I mean, in the last couple of years, newer-ish conference that, I mean, they're pushing out a few events every single year. Their next one is in Austin, Texas. I believe that's like uh, February 4th, 5th, or 6th, or something like that. Don't quote me on it, but definitely check that out if you're in the area. I think um, that'll be cool to see how that one works out for them because Austin is just popping, man. I mean, there's so many we're going to the How Do You Health conference down there, a festival, keto cons down there in April. Obviously, Paleo Effects used to be a pretty big thing down there. I don't think they're doing one in 2023, but um, it seems to be the place for everything health nowadays. So that could be a good one in February. Yeah, uh, we're going to be in How Do You Health as well. And, you know, it's okay, kind of cool. kind of the uh, if you build it, they will come, you know, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I I wonder what's going to be if Austin's really going to be the uh the mecca for for alternative health or whatever you want to call this uh progressive health because yeah. if it if it will I think it's going to just um facilitate more and more of those meetups, right? Um right. The, how many do you think how many can it contain right now because the problem is is that um, we because there are so many of those, it's more like local people showing up, right? So it kind of is a uh, the those conferences kind of banking on ju- just the Austin population growing. Right. Uh, so I, I hope uh, I hope it's going to continue to grow, and I hope obviously education continues to evolve as well. You know, yeah. so we can well, provide those people with new information. Absolutely. What What's cool is I by coincidence. Um, uh, Thursday night, I just interviewed uh, Baldo and Nurse Doza that are two people mm-hmm. helping out with the conference. Or I mean, I, I shouldn't say helping out. I mean, they're two people running the conference with Aaron and stuff. And I mean, man, I think the energy of those three combined and just the vision that they had. I mean, they said that they had something going on last year where they had 60 people jumping into a uh, pool filled with ice all at once. I'm like, damn, that's that's where this is going, honestly, that's what people want to do. It sounds, it's funny. It's not what you expect at a conference necessarily, but I think that's kind of the future of this stuff. And you and I were just talking before we were alive, how there, there's a bit of irony. It's it's not the conference host's fault, but when we go to these conferences, sometimes, you know, we're health professionals and you end up feeling more drained half the time than not because you're out of your routine, you're traveling, all this stuff. And yet these guys are smart enough to do this on a ranch. It's a true festival. And we're all outside. We're all kind of ga- getting to engage in the things we might normally engage in. So so I can't wait for this one. I'm excited. Me too. Mm-hmm. Me too. Yeah. Um, I think uh, what they're doing is is like my dream come true, right? Like they have a successful business as far as like uh, an IV slash like wellness clinic. Mm-hmm. And then they're like just feeding their curiosity. They're like, okay, we're interested in all those things. How do we learn about them in a short amount of time? 
let's just have a festival around it, but right. keep it in like uh, keep it on the I'd say the experiential scale, give it a ten on the experiential scale, right? Like uh, making yes. sure that we're doing it in a um, authentic way because what happens is, and it actually it happens, we've done um, were you at uh, Radfest? No, no, no. You were telling me about that, and I kind of wish we were. <laughs> yeah, so that's the um, the the revolution against aging and death. But mm-hmm. within that revolution against aging and death, you started at 8 a.m. and you finished at 10 p.m. Oh, jeez. Yeah, so uh, that's that. I mean, you can you can say it about most conferences. Or when is the when is the sacrifice sacrificing? you know, a few days out of, your, out, out of your life just to ingest all the knowledge that you can becomes too much because there are too many of those sacrifices, right? Yes. Yeah. If you're only going to a couple per year, I mean, that, yeah, obviously that's not killing anyone, but um, you weren't kidding. You're, you're so funny because you had said like, oh, we're looking forward to taking like, you know, the next month off, just chilling a little bit. And I didn't mm-hmm. read, you literally only meant a month because how do you health is like the first thing in December. So yeah, I mean, you're, yeah, you're right back at it. <laughs> And a week after that, we have A4M, the American Academy for Anti-Aging Medicine. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Well, so any, anyway, we should be um we should be talking about you and what you're doing, regardless. So I always start off with the same question on this show, my friend. And how we actually start is just by asking how the heck the person even got into this, whether that was like yeah. a personal health story. Um, and what's cool for me and you, I mean, we've interacted relatively limited times and so i don't know your health story so that's even better like did you have health issues yourself did you see it in someone else how did this start for you first of all i just want to uh like uh point to the elephant in the room that that our industry is so in its beginning stages that most people they have kind of the same route right they Mm -hmm. they were struggling with something they went to conventional medicine it didn't help that much boom they found health optimization or integrative health or whatever you want to call this or biohacking and uh, they are now hooked right so for me the story to be honest with you is more about health optimization i was a uh, israeli special operations um, mm-hmm. i was the head of recon for our special operations group yeah. um, finished that hit kind of a lull as far as my commitment to health and started to experience a lot of um a lot of um, nagging injuries that I developed through my military service, which was around five years, a um, little over five years. Um, so having having um, those issues uh, and uh, being a contrarian, I started looking at you know what we can do uh, as far as um, as far as technologies to, to treat sure. that. And uh, found low-level lasers, which is now red light therapy. It just wasn't existing as existing back then. And a few other things. And alongside that, I had a small company that we've ad- we were advising how to. Uh, we were basically leadership advisors. So we were looking at how companies can build teams out of our experience, out of our military experience, how to be- build teams in the tech industry. So we kind of took mm-hmm. red light therapy, uh, what is now red light therapy, uh, as a project. Uh, started the company. The company got uh, bought out, and uh, we ended up in the United States. Um, and and basically l- started consulting within the biohacking space. Um, and that's kind of how I, I got into health optimi- optimization, biohacking, whatever you want to call that. Okay, cool. And yeah. is this a company that we would know? Is this one of like? 
Like what? I don't. No, it's it's now a non-existent entity within okay. within some of the major red light therapy brands uh, gotcha. that you very would cool. know. But we we were innovating in that space when it was very early. That's interesting. All right. So, but obviously you've stuck around with this. So is this one of those cases where, because, um, you know, my, uh, my girlfriend served in the military in the United Mm -hmm. States and, you know, she joined it. It was awesome. And then, uh, it seems like a lot of people get out and it's like, okay, well, what's next? There's not always kind of that next plan. So did you happen to like fall kind of naturally into this space? Were you looking for that? What's next thing? And this worked out? Well, yeah, I mean, like what what we were doing in special forces was very was uh, always like looking outside outside of the box. Uh, how can we do things differently? Uh, what do everyone's doing that is kind of um, maybe we can have like a paradigm shift if we can if we can do that and 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 attack things from a different angle. No pun intended, but um, that's that's carried with me um, throughout my civilian life. Um, and obviously, uh, understanding how important being in peak health is and how, you know, kind of engaged in, in, in high performance you need to be in order to maintain that. Because, right. you know, what I got out of all of this is everything is habits. You are a, a whatever you think you are as a person is just your habits in everything, how you brush your teeth, how you how you um, put one foot foot in front of the other, every small part of you is uh, a habitual, you know, action. So, understanding that and 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 being of clear mind to cultivate habits to me is is really the foundation of you know our industry, health, whatever that is. Okay. Gotcha. I'm curious, what else, uh, because you had these nagging injuries, you're looking to optimize. And that's, uh, it's really something I should specify here, because for those, I, I would assume that anyone listening to this podcast does know biohacking. But I think sometimes it confuses people, because we are in, we, we kind of bleed into both areas, because we started out in what would be more called the integrative or functional medicine yeah. space. And we're still there. But now we've realized, all right, there's a lot of room for this in the biohacking space, because in the functional medicine space, a lot of people come in and well, actually, I should say exclusively, it is people who are super sick. I mean, sometimes 15 years of autoimmune disease, whatever. Uh, biohacking, you do see that as well. But you'll also get these people like yourself and even myself at this point that are looking to optimize. I said, all right, you know, I feel okay, but I want to be able to work all the time in today's world without getting super sick. I want to be able to learn faster. I want to be able to think clearer. And I think it's a common theme that many people want. And lo and behold, biohacking's born, right? Do I think anyone needs to wear you know, like blue light glasses at night to be in optimal health. I mean, not necessarily, you could just do some other things, but like for people like us, it's like, all right, well, I want the blue light glasses so I could still utilize some type of screen so I could still be learning or working, um, trying to have the cake and eating it too. I don't think it's a perfect situation, but it's better than not. So that's kind of the the differences for those listening to be clear. So in addition to the red light therapy though, what else were you using to kind of help optimize? Because it sounds like you were onto this stuff pretty early. So was there anything else that you really loved using? Yeah, a lot. But first uh, to your point, I feel like um, you start this journey with a problem and then you kind of graduate to biohacking, right? Like you're using <laughs> yeah. whatever that is, FDN or, um, you know, that's obviously a, a staple, but um, any other technology that 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 is imperative for your journey. And then you're like, oh, that's a part of what biohacking is now that my health is 
somewhat, you know, better, whatever that looks like. Now I want to, you know, get the most out of it. Yeah, so I agree with you. As far as I'm concerned, I was trying to do everything um, because I'm that type of type of person. I I have, I, I I'm a binary person. It's either uh, zero or one hundred. You know, so yes. yeah. um, getting into that, I was trying everything: um, hypoxic training, um, uh, a hyperbaric chamber, uh, it, you know, fasting, intermittent fasting, a few days like uh, water fasting. Um, Obviously, sleep hygiene in every facet of it, whether it is supplements, whether it is um, uh, blue blocking, whether it is binaural beats, um, light and sound uh, therapy, whatever that is, mindfulness, um, trans, uh, transcranial direct stimulation, mm-hmm. uh, and obviously um, IVs. So I was, I was really into like uh, NAD IVs. Okay. But, um, and, the, and they helped me tremendously, tremendously with pain, with some brain fog. And that's kind of how Yangu started because I loved NADIVs. And the idea was to try and get um, something consistent that didn't cost thousands upon thousands a week, uh, which is how much NADIVs cost or NAD, some people call them, mm-hmm. or NAD+. Plus. So... We tried to get a a a, um, a transdermal cream to replace NADIVs. The problem was that um, the product we developed was really loved by the skin. Like the skin would just utilize it and run with it, and it wouldn't share it with the rest of the body. Um, and that we made lemonade out of lemons, and that's how the world's first biohacking skincare company started, out of actually trying to bypass the skin. And creating a product the skin loved. I did not. Okay, I definitely didn't know that. That is how this was created. And yeah. um, man, I'm really. I feel like so many things are pointing me towards doing more IVs because now you mentioned it. Um, of course, Baldo and Nurse Doza mentioned it the other day with the How Do You Health thing. And I actually asked him. I said, "I'm like, well, in a perfect world, if like someone had unlimited money, how often would you do th- certain things like this?" He's like, "I wouldn't necessarily get the same nutrients every time, but mm-hmm. I would be doing this once a week." He's like, "That's what I do, and I feel superhuman." I'm like, "I want to go superhuman," mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know, now I hear it from you, and I obviously trust your opinion as well. And it's like, it sounds like this could be a good thing, but that's that's so funny that you were literally trying to get this just cheaper at first, not necessarily thinking about the skin stuff, and then you end up having this like really phenomenal product um, that's doing kind of great things. So I think this is where we segue into that. Um, what is Young Goose? like? What does this actually do for people, and who does it help primarily? So uh, connecting to what FDN does, what we are trying to do is get the skin to function at a younger state, uh, or functionally younger, we call it, uh, which means that we all have the recipe of how our body fu- should function and function optimally at every uh, in every cell in our body, which is called your DNA. So as time goes on, that information gets murky. It gets harder to read. And that's really what aging is. It's just like um, bad information flowing through our cells and through our body. So by kind of improving that information, we're fine-tuning that engine that your cells have and how they should be functioning. The problem is, is that if we are looking at the skin, a lot of those things that we are considering, you know, signs of aging, the skin does not. So, you know, if you have pigmentation, if you have wrinkles, if you have um, laxity, the skin's kind of, you know, are, 
as long as the skin is a good um, buffer and communicator with the body, that's what the skin is considered uh, youthfulness. Uh, so alone, if we just did that, you are going to get a uh, clearer mind. You're going to get um, uh, skin that will not age as fast. But if we want to go kind of and, and rewind what what aging looks like in the skin, wrinkles, sagginess, enlarged pores, uh, rosacea, uh, acne, whatever that is, then we need to give the skin specific tasks. So uh, we have our basic protocol, which is just a couple creams, one for the eyes, one for the face, and they rewind the functional age of the skin. Hmm. And then our serums are person-specific. What do you want to do? What do you want to ask the skin to do? And then uh, that synergy is is the way that we create results that made us popular, you know, within the biohacking industry were extremely popular. Outside the biohacking industry, people are starting to find out about us. Um, and that's really fun. You know, people who've never, who've never heard about NAD or they, they, they don't have no idea why the cream works so well, mm -hmm. but they just really like it and recommend it. <laughs> and we get like, uh, you know, messages or something like that from, from people like my friend told me it does something. I don't know about the cells or something, but it works really well. Can I understand why? Mm -hmm. Or, or things like that. And, um, yeah. Hey there, friends. It is Detective Ev popping in here really quick. We just wanted to let you know about a new resource that we have. It is the entire course curriculum. You're basically able to download the entire thing so that you can quickly and easily see inside what FDN offers just so that you can know if this is for you or not. We have a lot of people that listen that are already FDNs. We have many people that listen that are considering FDN based on some of the crazy stories we're able to share here because of the results that we get with this philosophy. And so we really like to just make it simple for people. We hope that you stick around on the podcast regardless, <laughs> but we know that the course itself is not for everyone and we want to make this an easy decision for people. So this new resource can be found at fdntraining.com slash course. That's fdntraining.com slash course. And right there, you can get a free download of our entire course curriculum. So fdntraining.com slash course. All right, now back to today's episode. Sure. This is so cool. I don't think um, you and I would have ever discussed this yet, but one of the things that got me into the space is severe cystic acne. Like, pro mm -hmm. well, you're in a skincare company, so maybe you've seen a few worse cases, but like the average person probably hasn't even seen a worse mm -hmm. case. It was, it was terrible um, to the point where like you don't want to leave your house type of thing. And thank God it was one of those things that triggered me into this, obviously, because I was so humiliated. I didn't want to take the Accutane. Um, yeah. I knew there I just intuitively knew that it didn't make sense. It like there was no way you were going to convince me that this is how I'm supposed to look. Um, yeah. I always recall a, a time like I was in science class and they teach you about natural selection, right? And they're telling me and all these kids in class at like 16, oh, you guys are the best of the best genes and that's how you got here today. And I'm looking around the classroom. I see a face... Uh, for me, full of cystic acne, this kid's on an inhaler, that kid's 200 pounds <laughs> overweight, you know, she's got diabetes. I'm like, this is the best genes? Like, that's that's where we got here? And um, it's not like I had some science background, but at a certain point, you can just have common sense with this. And I believed that the teacher believed what they were telling me, but it didn't add up. I'm like, there's no way that this is the best genes. And so I'm actually very fascinated by this because is there a specific, I know that you're in the biohacking space, so maybe it's... um. Maybe it's a bit biased right now, but do you find that there's maybe a specific type of condition that this works better for than not? Like, is this really great for acne? Is it better for um, rosacea or the scarring? Like, or does it kind of work for all of them pretty decently? 
Well, um, frankly, the older people are, the faster they see results with their product because there is there are more there is more to fix, right? There's mm-hmm. more that's wrong as far right. as how the cells function. Um, but we can we can improve as to your point. The problem is not necessarily the genes. The problem is um, the communication with them. Okay, so we live in a very artificial society, from the food the, that we eat, what we're exposed to, um, all the way to our emotions and what what they what we need to deal with emotionally on on a regular basis. So everything is really deta- detached, neither good or bad. But it is we need to recognize that it is not you know, what we were exposed to, to, to become the creature that we are, right? For the last two million years, or, you know, um, if we want to consider it like 5.6 billion years mm-hmm. since Earth um, uh, was born, uh, we are, our society is a, is a manufactured society. It's built basically to, um, to limit the exposure to any type of natural stressor that we have you know, naturally in the world, whether it is viruses, whether it is predators, whether it is the the climate, the need to hunt and gather food, everything is is now artificially provided, artificially buffered. And our bodies are or our genes are are really designed to be interacting with that type of stimulation. One I, one, what I'm trying to get to is like if you think of um, like a, a rabbit changing its color for, to, from from you know brown to white in the winter, it does that because it has a, a the in nature is interacting with it in a way which triggers that trees ch- changing their colors, um, bears uh, you know hibernating whatever that is. We can look at any animal and every animal has the ability to adapt to it to the environment that that it grew up in and we have that as well we just are not exposed to that environment uh part of what biohacking is actually or health optimization is is asking ourselves okay what are those cues from the environment that we evolved to to receive and to react to and how do we distill them how do we take only the good parts of them and kind of nullifying the bad parts? Because in everything, there is a bad, good and bad, right? Um, the sun, you know, cr- helps us create vitamin D, but it also creates uh, DNA damage, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So how can we l- take the good without the bad? And um, that that's what we're trying to do as well within skincare. But it is obviously... You know, as a biohacking company, we have to admit that it's only a, you know, very specific part of a ancestral living oriented, you know, um, routine that someone or lifestyle that someone needs to have, whether it is food, diet, sleep, whatever that is. Okay, well, fair enough. I appreciate the transparency. I think that's actually very needed in this space because again my friend as someone who had suffered with my god um maybe and listen i still get an occasional breakout but i don't look Mm -hmm. at myself as like suffering with it now i suffered with it from about age 9 to 21 i mean it was ridiculous it was pretty much my entire young adulthood and teenage years until i really got this under control um but 
my point is when you're in that space, you're desperate to try anything. Yeah. All of these places promise you, oh, this will cure it. This will cure it. This will do it. And so I actually appreciate that realistic um, stance where it's like, hey, this will help. But if you're not doing the other stuff, it's just not going to get you there. Because a lot of teenagers, especially, were sold on this idea that, oh, yeah, um, well, I won't mention any brands. I'll get sued. But, you know, this brand <laughs> will do it or this other popular brand will do that. And it's really disappointing then when you get it. And some of them, I mean, they don't do anything because you haven't addressed the actual lifestyle stuff. Now, one thing I am very curious about is when people have dealt with like severe cystic acne, I mean, I mean, thankfully I have the beard nowadays, but like I definitely have some <laughs> scarring here and probably up here. Um, I would be like, all right, cool. This sounds like a cool product for me if I could get that to go away. I don't really think about it, but I mean, if I could choose to not have it, why not? And I'm already in that healthy lifestyle thing. So I know many people who eliminate the acne, but the scars are still there because of that. So if they're already doing the lifestyle stuff, they've gotten away the main problem and now they want to heal. It sounds like your product could probably be I'm selling myself. I feel like it could be useful for that. <laughs> well, you're right. But I think what, the only word I'm going to change there is heal it. Sure. Because if you remember, and it kind of connects to what I was saying before, our skin has no idea that's a problem, right? It's like mm -hmm. I dealt with it. Uh, it's not posing any threat to my survival. Um, obviously, we we are not at the point where our, our body is aware of the fact that it can make us more or less attractive to the other sex. We're not there yet, but um, but the body is like, yeah, I'm I'm good. I'll I'll concentrate my effort in other things. And what what I'm trying to uh, heuristically point out to is the fact that our body addresses and heals what inflammation is attached to, or what it what is giving a cue that 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 attention is needed. So. If you remember before, what I said is first, what we're doing is we're having your, we're fueling your cells with, with regenerative fuel, but then we need mm -hmm. to ask them to do things. And that we do not necessarily through inflammation, but through stress that leads to positive results. And if someone wants a word for it, the word is called hormesis. So anything from infrared sauna or any kind of sauna, uh, working out, intermittent fasting, cold plunge. Um, any type of stress that then the body adapts to and creates, you know, and, and, and cre uh, builds resilience from is called, is called hormesis for that matter. Mm -hmm. um, kind of what doesn't kill you, make you, makes you stronger type of thing. Right. And so we have hormetic molecules and our type of retinol is one of them that then have the, sk have the skin adapt and regenerate in a way that we, we are asking it to do it. So specifically for scars um, and things like that, yeah, we have a bioretinol. It's a retinol that is very unique in the way that it only creates the cue for repair without damaging the protective layer of the skin, doesn't make you red, irritated, flaky, whatever that is. And we can see incredible results for, for scarring, acne scarring, um, and for acne as well. Um, that is just to, to touch on that. We can have, we have another serum that mimics what rapamycin and metformin. I don't know if you guys are talking about it a lot in your in your uh, podcast, but these two are drugs that are known to be longevity inducing, and mm -hmm. by mimicking how they work in the skin, we can have, for example, your skin balance out oils much better or detoxify much better. So we have a few products that are not necessarily like you see in, in some commercial, oh, they 
target acne and you're not going to have acne. No, what we're doing is we're improving how your skin is functioning so it does not develop acne for that matter. Mm -hmm. But we're working on a few other really cool things that we're going to have uh, in the next few years that are even going to improve that. Yeah, and just for those uh, listening that might not be familiar, because I'm not an expert in it, but the rapamycin and the metformin, I'm guessing these are, they're inhibiting mTOR, right? That's really the thing. So they're kind of inducing autophagy. Is that the thought process behind it? That might be oversimplified, but. That is that is correct. And in the spirit of over oversimplification, what they're also doing is they're making sure that those cells that are malfunctioning in the body or, um, First of all, I really like what uh, Quali, how Qualia explains it. Uh, Qualia, this the uh, the uh, supplement brand has a great mm-hmm. product for senescent cells, which are called which is called Senolytic. And what they say about it is that it is it is um, cellular detox, and okay. that's like the 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 best oversimplification of of found. Uh, but really, what happens is that you have cells; they're called senescent cells or zombie cells. And they do two things. They create inflammation in the body and they infect other cells. Aside from that, they don't do anything. And we accumulate them as we age. That's uh, kind, of, um, kind of a default of the body when, when, it, cannot, when it cannot basically um, kill them off or recycle them. So the body defaults to it more and more and more as we grow older. And the problem is it's a real snowball. They just infect other cells. They create more inflammation. They create more, more problems. They're the agent provocateur of the of the body, and uh, the wherever we need more renewal or wherever there is more wear and tear, they're going to be more prevalent. And guess what? What organ has the most of them? You you guessed right. It's the skin. <laughs> so we have a senolytic product that does two things. It does eliminate them, but it also kind of limits the havoc they create. <laughs> and through that. One of the byproducts of that is like better mitochondrial function, better energy in the cells, which causes uh, your cells also to balance out oils much better because normally oil production in the skin is is a byproduct of of s- protective layer that that is not hydrated enough, that is not that is not performing very well, or cells that are not performing very well, and the body just creates over, you know. I, either overcreates or undercreates oils in order to try to find another way to to kind of balance that out but this is a very crude way that creates problem with it such as acne such as um you know um enlarged pores such as um if it doesn't create enough oils it it could also cause um redness irritation psoriasis eczema things like that well that's amazing that this uh product is actually kind of coming at this multiple different ways because Mm -hmm. most people don't realize I have to, I get a lot of people that reach out to me personally just because of the acne story, right? And Mm -hmm. they want to know, well, what do I do? I don't want to take Accutane or other alternatives. And I mean, the first thing I tell them, I'm like, guys, you have to realize that Accutane is a chemotherapeutic drug originally that we realized, oh, as a side effect kind of burns out your sebaceous glands in addition to doing a million other not so great things to the body. And so Really, that's just addressing the symptom. It's not addressing the real problem there. Um, and it could be a variety of things, right? In a really simple sense. I mean, sometimes people take way too hot of showers. And like, I know for me, when I was a kid, I sit in the shower for 40 minutes in the winter. You get out, it's super cold, and your skin immediately starts like kind of getting a little flaked up. And then as a response, it increases the sebum production because now it's all dry and it wants it to be um, 
you know, that good level, what it considers a good level. So that's a really simple way, but there's other conditions like hypothyroidism could dry out the skin a lot and people could have it as a, as a side effect. So what I love about yours is it's much closer to addressing, if not directly on actually addressing one of the real problems instead of just, Oh, let's take a chemotherapeutic drug and give it to pimple, ta- uh, pimple face teens. And yeah, we'll burn out their sebaceous glands. I'm like, how on earth did we ever let that get to the market, let alone still be around now? I mean, that's that's criminal. <laughs> well, there are two reasons for that. I'm I'm not gonna I you know in the spirit of not getting sued, I'm not gonna mention the university. <laughs> but I was in a conference that is called Masterclass in Dermatology, which sounds prom- promising. I know I was giving a talk there about senescent cells uh, and how actually senescent cells affect brain function. But that's beside the point. What happened was um, I was talking to the head of dermatology at, let's say, the university that is most commonly known with with academic excellence, okay, in the United States. Gotcha. Very controversial because <laughs> a lot of people paid for their kids to go to that university. And I was asking the head of dermatology about uh, skin flora issues and in general skin protective barrier issues. And I was asking her, uh, you know, a lot of autoimmune and um, let's say acne-related um, symptoms are directly driven from bad gut microbiome. When someone comes to you, because she does do consultations, she's still practicing dermatology. Hmm. When someone comes to you, you, the head of dermatology for that prestigious Ivy League university, do you explain the gut-skin connection? Um, And she said, absolutely not. I have 15 minutes I'm just giving them whatever they want, the, the easiest solution, and wow. I go to the next person. So you, you have to, the reason I'm telling this story is that we need to understand where, where, we're, where, where we're at. Like, why, why are we getting Accutane as like a major s- solution is because that is the framework of healthcare you know, in in the United States, in the world in general, but here it's very, very prevalent. So that's number one. Number two, we our allopathic medicine is really looking at the lowest common denominator in the most part and trying to solve that. And the next drug we're going to take is just going to climb one step up because that messed something that's more fundamental. Uh, So let's say we're talking about you know, uh, Accutane. Accutane increases the amount of DNA damage we're going to get from the sun. So the next step up would be maybe like, I don't know, God forbid, melanoma. Okay, so we're going to be treating that and we're going to climb up and up and up. What we are trying to do is to create an upstream solution. If you think of a stream, whatever you're dealing with right now could have been solved if you solved that, that blockage upstream or whatever, the poison that's being spilled upstream. So we're trying to... Right correct, you know, problems at their base, at their core cellular level uh, or DNA level. And then obviously everything does improve off of that. And that's why I gave you the vague answer before when you asked me, oh, well, do you have things that you do better than others? First of all, yes, because if, if you've been living with an upstream problem for a long period of time, more things are going wrong. But in general, 
because you're targeting upstream solutions or problems, you are getting that blanket, you know, resolution or treatment that is that addresses most issues that people have in their in their skin. Gotcha. Wow. And that's crazy that the uh, that woman said that answer. But I think it also is insightful, right? Because what one thing that you mentioned is that she actually said, like, you know, you give them what they want. In mm-hmm. our country, um, people don't realize this, like direct to pharmaceutical or direct to consumer pharmaceutical advertising is not a thing in most of the world, guys. That's like and it, USA is one of the only countries that does that. Yeah, one of um, two. I believe the other ones. What is it? One of two. Yeah. 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 New Zealand's the other one. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So we have two countries in this damn world out of 200 or whatever it is. One. It's wow. I'm going to mess that up. Do you know how many countries offhand? I always I mix that up with how many bones are in the human body. <laughs> <laughs> I think 180 um, in the UN. Gotcha. Well, that's that's nuts, right? So mm-hmm. people don't realize that it creates a very unique situation in these countries. I can't speak for New Zealand. I'm not there. I've never been there. But in the United States, where people can go in and start asking their doctor for very specific medications for conditions that they might not even be diagnosed with yet. They just believe that they have. Um, skin's a little more obvious, right? It's pretty clear if I have acne or not acne. But you know, some people will come in and say that they're depressed when maybe they don't even meet a diagnosis for that. And they're already asking for the medication. So um, it's not just the fault of these doctors. They're up against a lot. They only have a short amount of time um, to do this. But it, it is a shame because I think some of them really are genuinely ignorant to some of that stuff. Not perhaps someone in that position, but I remember all of nine, 10 years ago going into our family dermatologist. And this is a well-meaning person, right? She's not some bad, evil Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, witch standing behind the desk trying to screw me over. Like, why would she want me to have to take this drug? But in her mind, that really was the real solution. Um, and I, I wish, I mean, at some point, I'm going to have to send her my photos before and after to show her, hey, I never ended up using that Accutane. I filled the prescription. I was desperate, but I never <laughs> took one of those pills, not one of them. And it still worked out. So maybe, you know, that could be someone to uh, to talk to and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. I'm, yeah, you got some? No. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> I was curious if uh, I always like to hear about like client testimonials. And I know this is a little different because this is a product based thing. And you're the first to admit that it takes more than just the product. Uh, but I am curious if you have any like really interesting success stories about people that came to use your guys stuff and it just like transformed uh, their skin around and they were super happy because I see the before and after pictures at your guys booth and those are pretty impressive. Yeah, and we have a lot of them. And all of them are real users or from clinical trials or uh, whatever that is. But um, yeah, we, we just have a lot of them. We have a lot of people who have uh, been using our products for you know over a year or two years and have started with one product and they can show the difference of using one product for a while, then you know adding another product, uh, how that looks like. But in general, it's, it's, quite, it's quite tricky to point out, you know, in 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 an ex, in an experiential point of view, what it means to have a youthful skin. So, um, what our clients normally uh, report, aside from having like less wrinkles or a clearer skin, or you know uh, less enlarged pores, is really a sense of uh, skin glow that was missing that they didn't even know that they're missing, or if the product runs out. And they are lazy in, in, you know, ordering some more, you know, a week, two weeks, three weeks pass by and they feel like they've lost that glow that they had. So um, it is extremely, because again, we're talking about 
you know, upstream solutions or upstream problems. It is extremely individual from person to person, but we have around 70 to 80% of our users ending up either like recommending the product to someone else, mm-hmm. writing to us. So that's a lot of people writing to us, let me tell you. But um, we're getting extremely good um, results that are that are we don't have a lot of products like that we're making a product for each a product for each person but each person gets the results that they need hmm. that's awesome yeah i i'm actually kind of pretty excited to try this not only um for myself but my uh my girlfriend my business partner and i we have kind of like a light therapy studio uh mm-hmm. in this area of pennsylvania so we do red light therapy but we also offer like uv therapy for vitamin d it's it's pretty wacky it's a little different um but i'm wacky and different so that's why we started <laughs> it but um we get a lot of people that come in for especially since we're advertising the red light the most they come in for skin issues they come in for pain um a, a lot of people are coming in now for seasonal affective disorder but i'm wondering per, uh totally selfishly for this question, it's not really for the audience. Do you guys do like? Would you allow someone to sell this retail? Is that something that your company allows? Like, could yeah, they we, buy it? Yeah, we have a uh, a lot of you know biohacking facilities or oh, cool. um, nice any anything like that or like health health optimization facilities that are that are selling our products. We actually have a specific product for red light therapy. Again. Okay. You mentioned uh, your quirkiness. We're a quirky company, right? If we <laughs> we like red light therapy, we're going to play around and see how we can improve it. So we have a product that we, you know, went back to research a bunch of researchers from Germany in two thousand, in the early two thousand up to like the first decade of the two thousands, and they showed how like a specific form of a specific antioxidant um, uh, can improve red light therapy by two hundred percent. At least, uh, so we really mimicked what they were doing and and um, created a product that does that that people could use at home or you can use in in clinic. And we do do things like that. So our number one seller is a mask that is called a hyperbaric mask because it attempts to mimic what hyperbarics do to your skin without needing to be in a hyperbaric chamber. Mm-hmm. Even though they are also improving the results of hyperbaric oxygen therapy in the skin, if you are in a hyperbaric chamber, so we're always, you know, pursuing those really cool uh, little niche products that maybe other companies are not bothering to yeah. do that. Well, that's of interest to me, and I think it would be of interest to our audience. So, to, just so I understand this correctly, when it it's increasing the effectiveness of red light therapy. Would someone use this? Could they use it anywhere? Could they use it on their face? And that would maybe make the results a little more rapid. Yeah. So red light hmm. therapy in general, what, what happens is, is that you are working against like a ticking clock as far as the results that you can reap. The results are mainly from stimulating uh, more energy production and also kind of signaling repair through inflammation, which we've spoken about before. The issue comes with what are you, what else is going on? So that energy creation creates signals for the body to kind of relax a little bit. You know, you're creating a lot of energy. Our body again is a, is a machine that is designed to survive first and it it doesn't know that you're not supposed to you know flee from a from a tiger attack tomorrow so 
um, it's going to conserve. It's going to conserve the amount of energy it creates. So after like three to seven, eight minutes, um, you're really almost maxing out the the amount of results that you can get. You can go longer. You're not going to create damage, but the big chunk of the results that you're getting, like three to eight minutes, depends on how 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 big of of a chunk of your body you're 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 exposing. So what our product does, it kind of eliminates those free radicals that are created together with that energy creation. And the body doesn't get the same feedback loop of, oh, we're creating too much energy. Let's stop that st- stimulation nonsense. So it can, okay. it, it, it can extend not only the amount of time that you can you know, be under red light and, and reap the rewards, but also the magnitude of results you're you're creating within that time frame wow all right mm-hmm. my friend you might have just created a customer because i'm thinking about <laughs> the people that come in and they're coming in for the skin stuff and they can usually the people can see a minor benefit even on the first treatment because they of course that's a very transient effect but like i, I tell them hey you're going to need to still keep coming in but they're like wow they mm-hmm. seem to reduce some inflammation a little bit i'm like that that makes sense that can happen you know and so when they yeah. come in more and more it gets better and better i mean if that can already happen on the first session, sometimes I'm thinking about a product like yours for these people that come in. Um, like we, there's a young woman coming in today, and, or sorry, tomorrow, and she's like probably one of our younger clients. She's a teenager, and she has like pretty severe acne, and she's looking up to us for like everything. She's not. I know that we should advocate for this, but she is in that high school phase, right? So she's not really willing to look at the diet stuff 100. percent Even though I tell her that every single time, of course, yeah. Um, to give her something that could maybe work a little more powerfully. And I think actually, as this works better and better, it's going to encourage her to listen to us on the dietary end and those other things. So um, I like this. What is that? We'll, we'll talk off air too, but what is that product called for those listening? It's called uh, Green Tea Phyto Serum. And, but for that person specifically, even though that would be fantastic for her, uh, because it also redu- reduces, reduces inflammation, et cetera. Um, and obviously, I'm sure you, you guys are doing uh, red and blue light. That person could probably also benefit from um, a product, which again, I'm, I'm, it's there's no there's no financial ties there. It's just something that I, sure. I highly recommend those people specifically. Product called Serene Skin. It's by Microbiome Labs. Oh yeah, and yep. it's it's one you know one little pill a day. Um, it is a probiotic that is skin specific. And uh, one of my favorite products to recommend most people, but especially people who are not very compliant with like complex, you know, regimens, right? So that's like one thing someone can do and really improve dramatically how their skin functions. And obviously your, your treatments together, everything, the more things that she is willing to do, obviously the better she's going to go. But, uh, but of course we need to build habits and we need to do it slowly and and in a way which doesn't overwhelm her or someone like her okay thank you for shouting that out because i had been um i was aware that that product came out i mean i think that's still within the last year year and a half and we had um kieran on to talk but of course we ended up talking about total gut restore and megaspore which is great uh but there's so many products that that damn company has now and i had seen that one and it was appealing to me but i don't know anyone else who like regularly recommends that yet so that's uh very encouraging for me to know that you think that that one's worth it for people um with the skin side well, so much so that we at the biohacking conference, anyone who bought a kit, a specific kit from us, 
uh, we gave them one of those serene skins for free. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, my friend, because I will try that out. I have an account <laughs> with them. So now I'm very excited. Yes, sir. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, as we wrap up here last few minutes, the first obvious question that I have to wrap up is where can people find you? Um, Just give us the company name again, website, and then we'll have it all in the show notes as well, of course. Yeah. So uh, younggoose.com, the company is called Young Goose. Um, Instagram is a great place to kind of follow us and and get educated. It's uh, young underscore goose underscore skincare. And uh, obviously our podcast, Biohacking Beauty, which we didn't talk a lot about, but it's kind of the same thing, same things I've been talking about today. Like, what are we doing aside from putting stuff on our skin in order to improve our health and vicariously through that, our skin as well. So it's a more, more of a biohacky, holistic approach to the end result being nice skin. So half the time we're not even mentioning the skin. Cool. Very interesting. All right. Yeah. Well, to finish up today, then I have the signature question for you on this podcast. And I'm I'm very interested to see what this answer will be because you're such a well-versed guy. You've studied so many different things. Um, the signature question is, if I could give you a magic wand and mm-hmm. you could wave it and get every single person in this world to do one thing for their health, so you could choose to get them to actually start one thing or stop one thing, what is the one thing that you would get them to do? Uh, mindfulness practice, meditation, hmm. bar none. I mean, gotcha. <laughs> very easy research showing uh, improvement in, in health and in informa- information reduction. And, uh, you know, what are we, I think we both have like, uh, we do, we have two things that we're doing in this life. Like we're taking care of our own happiness in both cases, but the first one is more active and the other one is improving our environment. So the environment can then, be conducive to better life for us. I'm, I'm obviously talking about in a very selfish way, so it would be ta- it would be applicable for everyone. But mm-hmm. you know, if I'm the only one that has a good life, everyone around me does not. I'm going to suffer because it's going to. I'm going to have to live in like a, I don't know, in, in a in a castle detached from everyone else. So I think mindfulness mindfulness practice does both. It improves your health and well-being and if you could spread that around it's going to be obviously a a huge um benefit to the environment to to people around you to everyone excellent thank you so much for coming on today man yes sir Okay, folks, that'll do it for today's episode with Amate Eschel. Really cool guy, right? And what a heck of a transition from very not biohacking skincare stuff to very biohacking skincare stuff. (laughs) Um, That's a big career leap. So I thought this was pretty cool for him and the success that he's had in multiple domains. I really think Young Goose is onto something. And what interested me most, I don't know if you guys could tell uh, by the end of the podcast is I'm like, wow, I want to be able to try some of these things on our clients that I use the red light therapy with to see if that truly accelerates it. So at some point, if you're a regular listener, you will hear me comment on that as to whether or not that ended up being something particularly useful because I am fascinated as to whether or not that will have results that are, I I believe, Amate to be clear, but I want to know if it has results that are obvious to the client or myself as the practitioner as someone who gets to work with people often. So definitely check these guys out if you are interested in keeping your skin as young as possible. With that said, I'm looking forward to talking to you guys again soon and bringing you yet another interview. But until then, please take care.